0: It has been one week since the death of King Aldabas Elias, ruler of Sarakar, at the hands of the Bard's Rebellion. It has been one week since the near total destruction of his palace. And most importantly, it has been one week since the ascendance of Pathox's replacement, Arinus Grey. The chaos unleashed from that day is incalculable, but so are the opportunities. The Glamour is always quick to act in these types of situations. Even with two of the six authors out of the picture, business must continue as normal. Time is of the essence. Terencia, the Glamour's mobile island, remains stationed off the shore of Capris. With sunrise still hours away, the lights within the castle have been dimmed and silence dominates the landscape. Despite the seeming serenity, security has never been on higher alert. Numerous guards and automated defenses target an airship as it closes in from the north. The ship transmits a clearance signal, causing security to stand down. The airship docks directly with a castle tower allowing the prestigious passenger to disembark shortly thereafter each of you are summoned to the meeting room at this early hour what are you each doing nowhere captain edmondson mavic
1: Uh, it's
0: like 4 a.m
1: oh i'm sleeping (laughs) i am no longer awake
2: (laughs) definitely sleeping
3: yeah mavic's up doing his morning workout
1: bro do you even lift
3: um he's (laughs) gotta remain imposing somehow don't be a dick (laughs)
1: I'm so kidding I'm just giving you shit because my character probably went to sleep like an hour ago
0: (laughs) okay Mavic's doing his morning routine nowhere in Captain Edmondson where do you sleep
1: oh I had a um I had room in the like Mm -hmm in the thing last time, or it might've been like a shared thing with my, um, Oh my God. Okay. Let's use some actual like nouns here instead of just the thing with the thing. (laughs) Um, fucking hell. Okay. Um, so I had a room in the castle the last time, probably shared with my sponsor. (laughs) So (laughs) probably shared with my sponsor.
0: With gimbal ningle. Yeah. Gimble is, of course, not in that room at the moment. And as such, neither is his companion, Solanum Shred. But you get woken up. Okay. Does Nowhere wake in a pleasant mood? No. What's the mood, then?
1: Uh, I've only been asleep for like an hour.
0: <laughs> okay. That's not a mood, but it's a mood. <laughs>
1: The mood is basically, uh, fuck you? Is that a mood? (laughs) Like, who the The fuck is the person up at this hour?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The attendant who delivers the summons remains straight-faced. You can yell and curse at them and give them all the mean looks you want. They are professionals. Once they hand over the summons, they turn and leave. Captain Edmondson... What about you? Where are you sleeping? In the castle? On your ship? Outside? In the castle,
2: probably. Her. Last time I slept on my ship, it didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How is the captain's mood when he's summoned?
2: I would say grumpy and hungover.
1: <gasps> Same!
0: <laughs> are you grumpy because you're hungover? Or yes. for other reasons?
2: Um, a little bit of both. I'm not too happy about world events recently. Mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. this also might be why I'm drinking. No, I'm always drinking. But not usually to the point of being hungover before a, you know,
0: glamour meeting. And since I asked the two of them, Mavic, what is your mood at getting interrupted during your morning routine?
3: It's actually not uncommon. I feel like for Mavic to be interrupted during his morning workout, I feel like because my people know I wake so early, if an issue happens during that time, they interrupt me pretty commonly. So I just kind of like get up, get myself ready. Just just another day. Okay.
0: Glad nobody was too antagonistic when they were summoned. Sleepy, hungover, grumpy. All right. We can do We can work. (laughs) Moving on. The meeting room has changed since your last meeting. The elegant chairs have been removed, as have any signs of refreshments. The large painting of Princess Colette has been covered by a black and gold veil-like curtain. The crimson velvet covering Akiri's painting has been replaced with a dull sapphire drape. Levesque's painting, with Agni tie, is uncovered as is the painting of a slender yucca palm accompanied by a giant desert owl. Standing atop the polished map table is the fully withered Gimbal ningle, with a recovering Levesque. Agni practically swallows the far side of the room with her presence. And despite his condition, Levesque's eyes are full of fire and ambition. As Levesque watches each of you enter, he teeters Gimbal back and forth. The Yukapon and Giant Owl stoically observe each of you. And Levesque begins this meeting by saying, It's about time you all showed up. Clearly, Ikiri has been coddling you. But that ends now. Let's get down to business. Hello all, and welcome to our latest installment of The Glamour. It's been a while since the last session, and we've had a few rules updates since then, including changes to difficulty settings, rolling, and scenario names. We've also added scenario options for seeking rank advancement and rank abilities. Before we get into the thick of things, I believe we have some new faces at the Glamour table. Let's meet them now, shall we? Shannon, would you like to start?
1: Sure. So my Glamour member is the same, right? Still <laughs> Nowhere. Um, but Can you remind my... us
0: who and what Nowhere is?
1: Sure. So Nowhere is a tiefling. Mm-hmm. Her public face is like import-export. So she's located in a port town on Amarnor. Um, she is an aspirant in the Glamour, which is the lowest level, which means she has a sponsor. Her sponsor is Gimbal Ningle, though apparently he is not doing well
0: uh, he's at He's fully statuified up there.
1: <laughs> yep. Not thrilled about what it's doing to him, but we'll get there, I'm assuming.
0: Okay. And but your companion, I believe, has changed.
1: Yes. So my original companion was a wood elf. Because mm-hmm. I was raised by wood elves. I was cast out by my parents because um, I'm, a, I'm a tiefling that had human parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was raised by wood elves, and so he's part of the, like, or he was. He was part of the clan that I grew up with. Um, but he is fully withered and gone now. So I have a new companion. My new companion is Ray, formerly of the Scale Force. Has a propensity for spiders. I do recall. Yes.
0: Would you call
3: Spider-Ray a Spider-Man?
1: Um, and Scott can mm. correct me, but I took some liberties maybe with his like look and personality. And so basically, Ray is like, he's unassuming. Like he looks pretty much like what we would call like standard human. He's not going to stick out in a crowd except that for some reason there's always like a spider crawling on him somewhere like (laughs) a spider or two just like hanging around dangling off of his hands or like crawling on his head like just there's always a spider and his personality also is like unassuming Um, but he he really lets like he really lets the army of spiders make his points for him (laughs) (laughs) They make so, several points. Like, yeah, he he doesn't do a lot of of talking, but he does get his point across.
0: <laughs> okay, okay.
1: I'm so excited. By the way, so excited.
0: Did you have his last name? Nope. Okay. His <laughs> last name is Meyer. M A I E R. Yeah, his name is Ray Meyer. I, I don't remember if his last name ever got said during gameplay. Yeah. So nowhere has added a member of the scale as her companion. Wonderful, wonderful. Speaking of new companions, Mavic, I believe you also have a new companion. Would you like to remind us just a couple things about Mavic?
3: Yeah, Mavic is a quite large (laughs) Goliath uh, known for doing the opposite of, no, actually doing the exact of The exact same type thing of Teddy Roosevelt. He uh, speaks softly and carries the very large fist. Um, (laughs) Likes to deal with his uh, problems personally. Um, And hails from the Isle of Indulgence, which he runs. Mm -hmm. And he does. He has a new companion, but she is not new to the glamour. His current companion is Mistress Sengal, who we've known as a companion... Of Akiri before he mysteriously disappeared.
4: <laughs>
0: Mysterious, yes. For those of I us had who nothing don't. Remember. To do with that. Totally. <laughs>
3: that plausible deniability, people. This fucking <laughs> guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what? I mean, he's y- really good at playing a bad
0: guy.
1: Yeah, I'm Everybody, awful at it.
0: <laughs> people played along. It's not like Mavic did this all on his own. No, he had help. He may have had help from certain <clears throat> rebellious forces.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, Captain Edmondson doesn't feel left out. I know you haven't had any changes in your staffing, but would you like this? Would you like to remind us a little bit about Captain Edmondson and his companion? Sure.
2: Captain Edmondson is an intrepid explorer. Um, a human. Mm-hmm. Sea captain with a cutlass And a propensity for What's the nice way to say it? Not nice things Exploration That's it <laughs> uh, and Okay con- Conquest and- <laughs> Conquest is the not nice way to say it I think
1: Imperialism depends on who <laughs> Also not
2: it. nice way of saying Also it. the not nice way to say it
1: Genocide Colonialism Colonialism <laughs> So conquest is
3: only not nice if you're being the Conquested
1: Murdering the shit out of people <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry Did you say the Conquested?
1: <laughs> the yes, I did just make up a conquested. word call
3: me Shakespeare, you're welcome
1: <laughs> You're welcome Another one <sighs> Another one
0: <laughs> Sorry Nate, uh, you're about to <laughs> remind us who Captain Edmondson's companion is Yes, Lemons Foolishly loyal
2: human. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really all there is to him. He's like missing an eye or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he's missing an eye or something.
1: Yeah, he's got an eye patch. So pirate.
0: He does have mm-hmm. an eye patch. He's got an eye patch. Darwin's got a peg leg. All pirates. right? Oh, wonderful. Although we have met Levesque and Agni Tai before, this is their first appearance at a Glamour meeting. So I will give a quick rundown on the two of them. Vesk, as we may remember, is a demigod. His background and his position in wealth and his power comes from using his divine parentage to grift churches. He is not a good guy, but he can certainly use his name and his lineage to his advantage. However, on the public side of things, he's more of a, he's more of a myth, you know, he doesn't get out to those churches a lot. Turns out, if you just grift a few churches real big early on, you can kind of coast on that for a while. But his public face is, as a myth, the unwanted son of a god. And upon first look, you know, it's kind of hard to tell whether or not that would be true. So he doesn't really have to hide that. He doesn't really have to pretend about being. He doesn't have to divulge anything about his parentage when he's out and about because he just looks like any other normal dwarf. Oh, yes. Levesque, dwarf man, half god. His location, he is based out of. Well, let me. Levesque is based out of Celestia, which is the minor continent in the southeast, which is that mass of uh, interwoven islands straddling the autumn and winter bands. And I believe that's where. uh, Yes. Uh, Cade is in Darwin right now, right? Yep. That is correct. Celicia, as we may remember, is the place where Kate Mandeville met his untimely fate. Let's see. Levesque's look. He's a clean-shaven dwarf. He is currently heavily scarred by the withering. Lots of bone on him at the moment. And he likes to wear deep greys, silver, gold. Personality is cold. And he's hard, like a stone that refuses to break. And his vice. Ah, oh, yes. I do love vices. And his, of course, is Gregok Ironhand, the Dwarf God, whom he is seeking above all else. Because Levesque feels that he's due, uh, you know, some favor by his dad. And his companion is Agni the Fiend God, whom he acquired through uh, malicious deals and contracts. Her weapon is magic, both in terms of control and making deals. Um, she does have all those weapons on chains about her, just for a nice, uh, to add to the, the look of her physical threat. Speaking of her look, she has lavender skin, jet black hair, curved purple and black horns with purple glow and shadowy flames at the end, and quite sizable wings as well. Her personality, she is very much in control, makes lies and truths sound interchangeable, And I've often, at least on paper, described her as a little bit of a southern belle type in terms of attitude, uh, like speaking attitude, mannerisms. She is not going to be out to a cotillion or whatever southern Bells do. I don't know. I'm not from Mm -hmm. the south. (laughs) Um, And then our entirely new author is present. But the question is, is it the yucca palm or is it the owl? It's the owl. Who?
3: The owl? Who? I hate you so much.
1: <laughs>
3: I
2: will be damned.
1: That's going in the outtakes. hmm
2: <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: So good.
0: So, um, it is actually not the owl. Our newest author to be introduced is Balbacchino, who is a plant creature from Lyranor, far to the north, the desert continent. For those of you not familiar with uh, yucca palm, it's very similar to a Joshua tree, a desert tree. He's tall and slender, has three root-like legs, and five torso branches with long green leaves. Baldikino uses they-them pronouns, and their background, their source of wealth, is as the owner and head of the largest water conglomerate in Liranor. Very valuable on a desert continent. Mm -hmm. Their public face is as a grandfatherly CEO, taking care of the citizens of Lirinor in their shade, at their oases. Behind the scenes, of course, that's not always the case. Oh, mm. and one uh, one of his slogans when he is advertising for his water, which, I mean, if you're not getting his water, you're probably not getting water, is, if you don't drink, I don't drink which is again, probably a lie,
4: <laughs>
0: his personality he is warm, nurturing, self-sacrificing to the public, but it is definitely undercut with a CEO vibe of acceptable losses. And his vice is exploring the more dangerous, the better. That's how you find a new water. That's how you go out and take advantage of the situation. Baldacchino's companion is the giant desert owl that you see sat there. Their name is Parlamore, and their weapon is raw strength. Through the act of defusal, which I don't even know if it's a real word or not. Uh, basically, Parlamore has the ability to mm, divide into many, many owls. Like normal-sized owls, but then they all come together to be the one big owl. Got it. That is definitely not a natural ability. But uh, other than that, Parlamour does not have anything magical about them. Race they there, Beast, Giant Desert Tawny Owl. A very stocky body, round head, pale with tawny spots, and bronze eyes. And their personality is quiet, watchful, and menacing. And that is that about our two authors and their companions present so before we get into the scenarios into these objectives before we get into the objectives one of the updates in the rules this time around is about prestige specifically starting prestige which would only really have an effect for the very first session but we are three sessions in now so we can't really go back and adjust for all of that but what we can do is just give everybody a blanket bonus To their prestige count. Before we do so, can we get everybody's current levels of prestige? Chris?
3: I have nine.
0: Nice. Nate? I have eight. And Shannon?
1: I have a gentleman's one.
0: Mm. We're going to have a blanket bump there. Everybody take an additional five prestige. This represents the Current starting prestige we have in the rules, which is supposed to be five, was not present before. May need to be adjusted in the future, but that means nowhere, you have six, Captain Edmondson, 13, Mavic, 14. Which I realize also puts people a lot closer to certain <clears throat> level up possibilities. Levesque and Baldacchino each have their own prestige counts as well. As authors, they don't have to worry about ranking up, but they can still use it for other fun things. Okay. That is the prestige boost that we needed to get out of the way. Are we ready to get into some objectives here? I believe so. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Ready. Okay. Before we get into the objectives, actually, quick question for the Captain Nowhere and Mavic. How do you react to seeing the Fiend God here in the room.
1: <laughs> I think Nowhere's like, oh, finally we get somebody else in this room that looks like me? Cool. It's about <laughs> I time.
0: I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. I take it Nowhere is not a uh, religious type then. Nah, bro. <laughs> okay.
1: I grew up with elves. They did their elfy religion thing, but I there wasn't an, anything in that for me, so. <laughs>
3: okay. Mavic? Uh, Mavic has got an eye on her, but for now, it's information gathering.
0: God, are you already thinking of trading up again? you going to have someone no, come by no, and no, whack no, Mistress no. Singal too?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Simply just the idea of, like, I need to keep an eye on that one. It's clearly going to have some power.
0: Yeah. Captain, how about you? Yeah. woke up, dragged to a meeting, and a god is there.
3: It's a little, um...
2: I'm still waking up. I'm not ready for there to be a god here.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: It's not a terror, but it's, you know, some discomfort.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, let's let's get into this. This first one is very fun. Okay. Oh, dear. After everybody's come in, taken their places around the table, again... No chairs, so everybody's on their feet. Levesque, from atop the table, looks around and announces the first objective. Before the withering, Captain Edmondson took possession of Earl Earl. I should probably let you know what type of uh, objective this is. Oh, shit. (laughs) Our first objective is a castigation. Oh, shit. Punishment. Before the withering... Captain Edmondson took possession of Earl Earl. Not only did he do nothing with the royal captive, he allowed him to be killed aboard his very own ship. As such, he must be punished. Who will take up this task? Now then, before we decide who wants to participate in this uh, punishment, uh, castigation's changed a little bit, so let's go over castigation real fast once more. This is an objective for when a member of the Glamour needs to be punished for their misdeeds and or failures. This is more in the failure category. This covers anything from slights against other members to losing wealth influence. And there's no minimum or maximum punishment for any infraction. In case you all were wondering why I brought up the uh, companions and castigations and companion on companions fighting so much before we started. If castigation is called for against a member who is present they can choose to have their companion perform battle against the companion of the member seeking action. So whoever wins the role. The glamour recognizes power in many forms and is not above a good show when it comes to seeking punishment. These battles are not to the death but companions have died this way in the past. The difficulty here in castigation is in regard to how difficult it will be to impose your will against another member. Captain Edmondson is present. So, Captain Edmondson, would you like to have this settled via combat between your companion and someone else's? Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: I'm all about using poor Lumens here. (laughs) I mean, after all, it was his fault, right? It was totally his fault. Couldn't have been your fault. That and, you know, it's a
0: lot of people's faults, but not mine. In that case, since we are going to be settling this via combat, we don't have to worry about the new difficulty rating system because this is going to be a one-on-one combat between him and uh whoever whoever wants to act on this whoever's going to win that role so step one then we need to figure out who wants to participate who is going to take action i realize that this part here is now very awkward it's very vague in the rules as to how we do this because you're not going to be rolling with one of your member stats. You're going to be using your companion for this. Oh. Okay. Quick addendum to the rules, then. Let me know if people like this. In situations of castigation against a member present, when it is a companion fight, if multiple people wish to act, we can do a stat-neutral roll-off to send a companion to this fight. It's like if everybody else all wanted to punish Captain Edmondson, and fight lemons. We would each just roll a die, and whoever at the highest would send their companion in, and then we would do the real roll there.
2: Yeah,
1: that seems fair.
3: I support that.
0: Yes. Okay. Support also. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So, in this castigation of Captain Edmondson, we need to decide who wants to act. Unfortunately, Captain, you can't punish yourself for this. You sure? <laughs> not entirely sure. I'm definitely looking for a way to include that at some point, but, but, but no. no I'm I'm pretty sure you can, unless you're just going to execute lemons here in front of everybody.
4: <gasps>
1: no. Oh, shit. My no, that
0: would that would be extreme, even for me. Okay. So step one, we all need to decide privately whether or not we want to participate in this castigation of Captain Edmondson for his failure to take advantage of the Earl-Earl situation. So, everybody in chat, please get your response ready.
2: Except me, right? I imagine I don't get a say.
0: Yes, except for Captain Edmondson. Nate, uh, you will be forced to participate into this. Um, Well, Lemons will be forced to participate into this. Okay. Chris and Shannon, are you both ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna count down from three to one, and then we'll all hit enter, and we'll get to see who wants to participate here. Three, two, one. <laughs> all right. Both nowhere and Baldacchino want to punish the captain. So Shannon, just roll a quick D20, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this plays out. Mm. All right, nowhere. What'd you get?
1: A two. Baldacchino
0: got a four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Kidding me.
0: <laughs> a four was the winning roll. Okay. So, starting out hard and fast with a fight between Lemons and Parlamore. <laughs> Remind us again, Nate. What does Lemons fight with? He's got a cutlass. Okay. That will be fun. So, I think Levesque, given his current state, is going to say, we can take care of this right here. There's no need to go up onto a roof. There's no need to take this to a courtyard. There's plenty of room in here for the two of you to find it out. I mean, obviously, he's also a little slow, so he doesn't want to trek his ass up and down a set of stairs or anything. And he doesn't want to be carried like a child. So Baldacchino, Agni Tai, both step back to the far walls of the room. If your characters want to do the same, that is probably advisable. I step back. <laughs> no longer my problem. Now it's Lemons' problem. Okay, so Lemons and a giant desert owl. Uh, when I say giant, I mean like six, seven feet tall. But before we get into the fight, there's this wonderful new part of castigation gambling. Do people want to place wagers on this fight? Players not involved. place wagers on the outcome you can back your favorite member by placing your prestige at risk you can set any amount of prestige as a bet on either member and if they win you earn double that prestige back
3: i'm gonna set two prestige on lemons
0: ooh so you had nine right
3: plus the five that i just got
0: oh sorry sorry you had 14. so uh those two are considered spent So you're down to 12. If you win, you will get four back.
1: Some final Jeopardy betting right there. That's what that is. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Nowhere would you like to bet?
1: Nope. I'm going to hang on to my six prestige. Thank you.
3: You could double it, though. That's right. Or you could lose it all.
1: Zero. (laughs) And no, thank you. I'm barely scraping by here. So I'm just like, I'm going to just hold on to it. I don't want to okay. seem like a wuss and only bet one, so I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right then, Captain Edmondson. As much as I would love to say you can place a bet on this as well, since you are also the person deciding which ability Lemons is going to use for this fight, um, that seems like it would be, um, I don't know, a little too Pete Rosie. Pete Rosie conflict. Yeah, I get it. No betting on your own guy. Um, I think Levesque is going to place a wager as well. He's going to put his prestige behind Parlamore. He's going to wager... mm, Let's say three. So, in a companion versus companion match, Nate, you get to choose which stat of Lemons's he'll be using for this fight. Right. And uh, Parlamore will get to decide which stat they're using for their fight as well.
2: And Lemons can only use that stat once, right?
0: Yeah. When you use this stat, it gets marked off. So if he's... If he gets involved in another conflict of any kind, that one would not be available to him. Okay. I will let you know right now, part of the more is using Dex, which they do have advantage with. I would like to
2: use Strength, which I also have advantage with. Okay. Are you set, Nate? How's this work? Roll with advantage, right?
0: Yeah. If you have advantage, you'll roll the two dice, and we're just going to use the raw number.
2: Okay. I am set.
0: Okay. Let's go. Ready? I am. What did Lemons roll? Lemons rolled a seventeen. Who Right? Very nice. Parlamore, even with advantage, only rolled a twelve. Whew. So somebody's as soon as this, somebody's going
1: up a rank tonight.
0: We'll see. So as soon as this fight kicks off, Parlamore bursts into like a dozen different owls. To try to swarm Lemons. But Lemons, being the successful one here, tell us what happens instead. You're getting swarmed by owls. How do you fight back?
2: Well, with a strength attack and a cutlass, I think it's some mm-hmm. kind of uh, swinging the cutlass. Yeah, swinging the cutlass around like defensively, like Matrix-style. Mm-hmm. Like
0: they're bullets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much damage do you inflict on Parlamore? Which I guess should be, uh, is this lethal or non-lethal?
2: No, it's, it's... Lemons is much gentler than Captain Edmondson, where he can be. He's not... He's just looking to do an honorable job. He's not looking to hurt anyone if he can avoid it.
0: Okay. That is very uh, noble of you, Lemons. So Parlamore reforms back into the single owl. There are feathers... All over this room. He's looking a little defeated. Eyes cast down somewhat. Baldacchino. Gives them like a. a Gentle pat on the back. But there is still some disappointment. In their voice. Uh, Baldacchino being a plant. Does not have eyes. So can't really use those. Okay. So wagers. Levesque bet bet on Parlamore, So the three prestige he wagered. Is gone. Mavic though. You wagered two on Lemons. It was successful, mm-hmm. so you get those two back, plus an additional two.
3: Noise,
0: Being quite prestigious there. Levesque addresses the group. Well, Captain, I see Lemons has successfully defended your station here. Well done. A little surprised, but still, well done. I trust We will not see more failures from you in the future. Does Captain Edmondson respond, or does he take these words with a brace?
2: (laughs) He's pretty grumbly about this, because he's having a hard time accepting this whole thing as his fault. (laughs) Okay. But I think he's just going to accept the outcome and keep his mouth shut as best he can.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. You know what I didn't have in here is when we have a companion V companion fight, the winner should definitely be getting some prestige of their own. Hmm. Let's see. We can't use it with a normal difficulty because that would have given Parlamore more bonuses. And we don't have a way to add bonuses in companion fights. Those are meant to be raw. Um, okay. So right off the bat. Since you won this scenario, Captain, you'll get one prestige. Additionally, hmm, what do folks think about this? The winner of the fight gets prestige equal to the amount bet across both sides of the fight.
3: I think that makes sense. It's like the house taking a cut.
0: Yeah, works for me. Mm-hmm. Shannon, any thoughts?
1: Yeah, that seems fair. I mean, my, like, my only thought in this particular case is that I feel like something should be held back because he was the one supposed to be being punished. Mm. But if that doesn't matter to anybody else, then I don't care. I well, just that's
0: true. I bring it up. Okay.
2: That's true. <laughs> I am the one being punished. So you right. think there would be so a it seems, limit? it
1: seems odd to come out with okay. like, what would that be like? Five to come out six on top from it even? Yeah. Yeah.
2: From For a punishment. Punished. That's true. That is odd.
0: Not like he would have lost prestige for losing a fight. True. Although that's also something that you to consider. I guess since he successfully defended himself, how about half of the total prestige bet, which would come to three. We'll round up in the in this case. Reasonable.
1: Yeah, good at that.
0: So one for winning, and then an additional three from the from the gambling action, so to speak. Yeah. Because people are placing. That's Like they're like backing people in this fight. You're either proving people wrong or you're proving people right. That's worth something.
1: Yeah. Okay. yeah. You, should, you should definitely get a cut of that action.
2: So four points up to 17, right? What were you at
0: before? I thought you were at 13. 13. I was. Okay. Yeah. That would be 17. Sorry. Damn. I can Two people math.
1: going up a rank tonight.
0: If you'd have bet it all on lemons, you could too. Right. No. <sighs> okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. There'll be chances for you to earn more prestige. Right about now. (laughs) After the feathers have settled, after Levesque gives his stern warning to Captain Edmondson about not allowing such failure to happen again, he addresses the room. Up next, we have another castigation. Moving from one failure to another, he pans around the room. We have... Nowhere. You had sole access to a small teleportation box. Yet we now know, thanks to your new companion Ray here, that a much larger one exists, connecting Capris and the ruins of Honey Hollow. You've been upstaged by these outsiders. Let's make this quick, shall we? So this was not a direct failure of Nowhere's. Nowhere had no way of knowing about this larger box, but you no longer have the shiniest teleportation thingy around, and Levesque is a little less forgiving than, say, an Akiri might be. So, Nowhere, do you want to send your companion out to defend your honor? Yes, please. Okay.
1: Can't roll for shit, so somebody fight me, I'm gonna lose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means we have Levesque, Kino, Mavic, Captain Edmondson, all able to participate, the opposing force in this castigation. Please type out your yes or no. You know when you're ready.
2: Ready? Ready.
0: Okay. Three, two, one. Go. Okay. I guess we don't need to have a roll off here because Mavic's the only one who wants to punish nowhere. <laughs> Again? Everybody moves to the outside of the room and allows Ray and Mistress Sengal to face off against one another. Who wants to place a bet? Nate, would you like to back either party member here by wagering some prestige on them?
2: Yes. Okay. I don't know on who, though. (laughs) I just want to bet two because I'm at 17, so I'm like, this seems like a good number to bet two on.
0: Could get you up to 19. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. How about on nowhere? I'm going to bet two on nowhere. Yes, please. Okay. Baldacchino is going to bet big after having just lost a fight. Well, after Parlamore just lost, Baldacchino wants to try to support someone. Let's see. Got Mr. Sengal, who's once the companion of Ikiri. And then we've got Ray. Ray Meyer. Spider. Ugh, spider magic. I um, mm, <laughs> think he's going to bet on Ray. Baldacchino's going to bet five on Ray. They, they believe in Ray. They believe in the power of spiders. They've seen some pretty freaky spiders up north, which gives us a total of seven in the pool right now. Um, does Levesque want to bet? Mm, Levesque will bet two on Mistress Sengal. Which brings us to a total of, oh man, nine points have been bet. All right. Shannon, which stat will Ray be using?
1: Oh, right. Ray's going to be using Charisma.
0: Mm. Does he have advantage or disadvantage in that?
1: Advantage.
0: Okay. And what about Mistress Senghal over there, Chris?
3: She's not going to use a stat. Huh. Mavic's going to command her to take a knee in defiance of Levesque. Yeah. He doesn't believe at all that this castigation is correct and so has won the opportunity to fight it and is gonna tell her to take a knee.
2: (laughs) Wait a sec, that was an option.
0: (laughs) I mean not on the page, but I mean if we're gonna have someone um,
3: Unless you're not gonna allow that and then she's gonna take something she has disadvantage in.
0: Oh no, I will totally (laughs) allow this. Um, sure, sure. Mm. Um, I got to figure out how he may respond to this. But first, Shannon, nowhere. You send Ray out there to fight. Mark off your stat that you used. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Chris, I think Mr. Sengal also has to mark off a stat, but yeah. that's just a formality. Hmm. Ray comes out to the fight, sees Mistress Sangal not putting up a fight. What does Ray do to her?
1: Well, I mean, that depends. Uh, it, it depends on what this looks like when they, they initially walk out. If they walk out and she immediately takes a knee, I uh, probably as just a gesture of fighting. He would like send one little like tiny daddy long legs at her and be like, I win. <laughs>
0: uh, Chris <laughs> is she literally taking a knee or is she just standing and not fighting or no, she's
3: going to, and there'll be a, a kind of an argument between her and Mavic as much as a companion would argue with her, uh with their, um with their member. She's mm-hmm. going to walk out, take a knee and present her wand to him. Like, like a, like a fighter would present their sword in, in like, um, mm-hmm. in, what do you mm-hmm. call that? When you like hand your weapon over in not defeat, but like, um, Abdication, I guess, or no. that's what the right term.
0: Subjugation, no. Um, armistice. Like, it's
1: like it's like out of respect.
0: That's it, or
1: like out of respect.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah,
1: seeing okay. that what so does Ray see- do? How does Ray? That, he was like amped up, and he's caught off guard. So he definitely like looks back to nowhere. Like, what do I do now? You didn't say that this would happen. um <laughs> And Nowhere's gonna give him just, like, a little, like, just, like, like bow or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> just to show that, like, I accept your sign of respect. <laughs> and so he's gonna do a little awkward, like, bow. Spider kind of dangles off his head as he does.
0: <laughs> then, uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: And then he'll just kind of turn to Levesque, like, what do I do now?
0: Is- <laughs> Levesque is fuming? <laughs> yes! Like, from within. Um, mm, all right. Well, I, nowhere being victorious here, you get one prestige <laughs> for winning. You also get half of the prestige that was bet, which is going to be an additional five.
1: Take that to the bank. Uh, so that's kay. six total.
0: Uh, so yeah, that would be a six total. Um, hmm. Poo boy, and here I thought I may not have cause to use the dispatch action. I was wrong. Shit. What I just want to what
1: see what sh- happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll see. I only need the
0: I'm edge. not gonna, do- well, I'm not doing it now. I'm saving that for later because we have to get through the other things first. <sighs> I think this is a wonderful point in this story where Baldikino will take charge of the meeting. Levesque. Still in control of himself, but definitely still angry. He places his hand back on Gimbal Ningle, and he's just like teetering him back and forth even harder now, just like, mm, letting his frustration be known there. the walks forward, back up to the edge of the table. Now then, on to serious business. We have an engagement here that we need to act upon. King Aldabas is dead, yes, yes. Early intel from our informants said that one Kenneth Mason, a potential member, was responsible. (laughs) As a side note, we may remember that you all (laughs) pretended
1: to be Kenny
0: Mace and his crew. Kenny
1: Mace! They call me that because I got a mace.
0: (laughs) Other intel has the Bard's Rebellion claiming responsibility. Regardless, regardless, Sarikar is without a ruler, and many will try to claim this throne. The first try are already on the move. A contingent of giants from the south, with the aid of one Karami politician, Yuboa Bay. How do we proceed here?
1: Kill the shit out of her. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. That's Aranus talking? Not nowhere. She doesn't give a crap about Yuboa.
0: Well, there's a power vacuum in the capital and she was there so she's she's worming her way in she's trying to anyways so an engagement back up to engagement boom, boom, boom. facing direct opposition this direct opposition is in the form of said giants and you obey. but also it's just moreover who will control sarakar but they are the first immediate threat so they'll be using their main stat Let's decide here who wants to act. Uh, So every, oh, no, sorry. First, before we decide who acts, we actually do get into the new difficulty rules. After the scenario has been announced and before participants are declared, we set a difficulty. This is entirely new from before. This difficulty bonus will be added to the opposing role. Each member independently and privately selects a number from zero to two represent this difficulty. We'll all reveal our numbers at the same time. We add these up. Those get added as a bonus to the opposing roll. And that number also equals the amount of prestige that the winner will earn if they are indeed successful. So the example I have is if there are four members present, three of them select two, the other one selects one, that's a total difficulty and prestige bonus equal to seven. So everyone, take a moment now to write down how, how much you want to uh, add to this bonus, difficulty slash prestige.
1: Are we putting it in the chat?
0: Uh, yeah, put it in the, uh, the cast chat there. Ready?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: Alright, my members are ready as well. So three, two, one, Enter. Ooh. That's a 2 from Levesque, and then a 1 from everybody else which brings this total bonus up to six all right knowing this knowing how prestigious and a fair everybody in the room thinks this is going to be we now get to decide who wants to act remember you're going to need a plan to overcome this and you're going to have to dedicate a stat to it so let's all take a moment here and get ready in chat to say whether or not we want to participate in this Okay. Is everybody ready? Yes.
1: So, well, I have a question really quick. Mm-hmm. The difficulty level just gets added to, in this case, Yuboa's role, right? And is the amount of prestige you earn, it's not any, in any way related to the amount of prestige you have to spend, right?
0: Correct. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to spend this amount of prestige to participate.
1: Okay. That's a whole separate. Okay. Yeah. I just no, wanted no. to make sure that I was understanding that correctly.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. That makes that role significantly potentially
0: very high. Mm-hmm. They can definitely. That's why it's a, it's a nice little, like it's a mental challenge. Because
4: mm-hmm.
3: we get well, no
0: bonuses. That makes it potentially impossible.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: No, you
0: can spend prestige to earn bonuses. Yeah, right. Like you know that they are going to have a uh, plus six. So if you want to get your advantage, or if you want to influence parties to get additional help from outside, you can.
1: Except even with advantage, the highest you can get is a 20.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: the highest she can get is a 26. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Her
0: and the giants. I realize you're all focused in on Bay since she's the name. Well,
1: well yeah, but like, you gotta...
0: Mm-hmm. But this, this I figured, helped uh, entice you to spend prestige, to get actions happening out in the world. And it also prevents you from just, like, sitting on it all the time. One thing that was brought up after the last time was like it's very easy to just earn a little bit and keep rolling and like keep winning. But now it's a little bit more strategic. We'll see if it's unfair. We have not had any of these rolls yet, so we'll find out.
2: Right.
0: is everybody ready? hmm hmm I think so. Okay. Three have changed. Two, five times. One send. Ho oh, ho that is a lot of people who want to uh, control Serakar. Who would like to announce their plan first and whether or not you're going to be spending any prestige for this role?
3: Sorry, I'm checking rules real quick.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you think you're going to want some help from like an outside guild or something, I do still have the list up. Um, or if you want to just create a group that will be helping you, that's fine too.
3: Um, I'll go first.
0: Okay. What is Mavic's plan? What's the Mavic's stat first plan and then?
3: Is going to use Constitution. Okay. It's uh, all in all, a rather simple two-step plan. I'm going to use my adjunct ability to influence a party for free. Which I'm party? Going to use the Assassin's Guild <sighs> to essentially put out a hit on Yuboapay. But to make it easier, I'm going to, uh, since I already have the guards in the capital, they're my men. And mm-hmm. women and plant and lizard people. Um, we're going to actually let her and her entire group into an area of the city. And then we're just going to slaughter them. Okay. Damn.
0: How does this use con? How
3: does this con? Because I'm just throwing bodies at her. And ah. Her giants. Uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a war of attrition. Eventually, you throw enough bodies at a giant, you're going to take it down.
0: Okay, so you're only getting the plus two from the denouement.
3: Plus my advantage from
0: con. Well, yeah, yeah. I meant what you're spending.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm not spending that one. That one I get for free.
0: Yes, member rank abilities. Adjunct, once per game, you can influence a party without paying that prestige cost. That's a free plus two. Very wisely used. Who would like to go next? I can go. Alrighty, Nate. What is Captain Edmondson's plan? What's his stat?
2: So Captain Edmondson wants to use his charisma, uh-huh. and he basically wants to roll up and persuade Uboa and the giants into some sort of fealty-slash-way-to-give-us-money arrangement. Like, you guys can rule, but
0: you're really going to be giving everything to us, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 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 Very nice. Uh, will you be spending any prestige on this? No. Ooh, just a straight die roll. Do you have advantage or disadvantage on this?
2: I do have advantage.
0: Okay. Nowhere. Are you ready?
1: Yeah. Do you know that in real life I'm I don't really know how to be mean because my plans are never very good. Um <laughs> <laughs> so she's aware that by stepping into the ring on this thing, right, she's she's out of her league, right? This is not this is not where she's at in her like Rise to power, like taking over a whole continent. That's not a thing. But she's also aware that she just got chastised for not having a big enough teleportation box and thought that it was necessary to throw <laughs> her hat into the ring to make it seem like she actually belongs here. So her plan's pretty shitty. Um, and it's really just to have had a plan. Um, she <laughs> <laughs> that's all to say. This plan is terrible. Okay. So, it's an intelligence-based plan, Mm -hmm. and what she wants to do is (laughs) study all the routes that, like, a large group of giants could take to the capital and figure out a way to keep sending them the wrong direction so they can never actually get there to take power. (laughs) Yes, it's a shitty plan.
0: (laughs) Misinformation.
1: (laughs) Misinformation. Like, literally, the plan is (laughs) miss. Just keep them from ever reaching their goal.
0: You're hacking their Google Maps. Basically. Turn left (laughs) again? Turn left again? Right. Okay. Are you spending any prestige on this? Nope. (laughs) Do you have advantage or disadvantage?
1: I have advantage.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um.
1: (laughs) God. Yep. (laughs) Terrible.
0: (laughs) Um. I need to just look up one of these stats real quick to make sure I know which one is. I don't know if this is Int or Charisma, the plan that Baldi has. They uh, they are going to do something fun. Hmm. I think this is going to be Int because as Noah just said, misinformation can be an intelligence plan and Baldi is going to follow, follow that right up with an intelligence plan of their uh, and they, they are going to need to spend some prestige to get some help from, uh, where are they? Boom. Baldacchino is going to get some help from the indelible truth, the media. And they are just going to put out paper after paper after paper and announcement after announcement, citing old laws, which probably aren't true at all in order to convince everybody within the capital that it's the person who killed the king that gets to take over. So, legally, Kenny the Mace should be in charge of the whole continent. (laughs) He already wants to be part of the glamour, so getting him in a place of power only improves things for us. So that way, when the giants and Uboa try to make a claim for the throne, everybody will already just be like, nah, we got a king. It's Kenny the Mace. Baldacchino is going to spend uh, four prestige to get a plus four from the help from the Indelible Truth, which means the media could just become way more powerful if if Baldacchino wins this role. If they win this, uh, if they lose though, the media could uh, ooh, get really hurt. Nobody will trust them anymore. So that's everybody's plans. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, oh, Baldacchino does have advantage on intros. okay is everybody ready to roll
1: yeah so how does this work do we do our advantage now or do we do like a straight up and down no first? no um, okay. this is okay. the uh, uh,
0: this is as the opposed thing. to the companion yes this Got is it. the roll so you roll with your advantage and any of your bonuses okay let's go around the horn here nate captain edmondson
2: Sorry, what would the. Oh, right, the prestige bonus. Got it, which I don't get. I rolled a 10. Yeah, you didn't.
0: Okay. Nice, even, middle of the road number. Uh huh. Great number. Nowhere?
1: 13. Pair mm-hmm. of 13s, in fact. Oh, a pair of 13s.
0: Very nice. Mobic. 18. Eww. While the Kino, with their advantage, with help from the Indelible Truth, has also rolled an 18. Do we have rules for a tie? There's got to be a rule in here somewhere, right?
1: I don't know. You wrote them.
0: (laughs) You're terrible.
1: I mean, I would assume it's just a roll-off at that point, right? Just straight up and down.
0: I'm just doing a quick check through the rules. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no, I need to add something in here for ties. Okay. Yeah. Do we just want to have this be a roll-off if there's a tie? It works for me. Okay. In which case, Chris just rolls a single d20. I got an 11. While well, the Kino got a 16. That's about right. So, unfortunately, Mavik will not get to put his plan in and slaughter Yuboba Bay. And now we need somebody to roll with a +6 for the active opposition here, which is going to be the Giants and Uboa Bay. Nate or Shannon, would one of you like to take up this roll? Sure, I can roll. Okay. I th- think, wait just a second before you roll, they will roll a stat representing their threat, which I think is going to have to be strength for giants. And I think they will have advantage on that, unless anybody has other thoughts on this. Seems logical. Okay. So uh, advantage with a plus six, then.
2: Okay. Advantage with a plus six... Hmm. She got a 20.
0: So the misinformation campaign does not go well for Baldacchino, which means, unfortunately, Kenny the Mace is not King Kenny the Mace. I'm a little saddened by that, but oh well. But what happens instead, that means that their initial push for control, even if it gets contested later, is going to be successful. We've got some giants coming up from the south. Possibly emboldened by Mavik's help down there. Oh, no, um, Mavik! you were helping the dwarves, weren't you? Yeah. Ah, oh, in which case, cast out from the Protectorate of Stone by Mavik and the dwarf forces. They just head up to the capital. And, uh, yeah, we may have some new giant rulers in charge soon. And Yuboa Bay is going to be sitting pretty in Vermilion. I guess her council seat over in, uh, in Krami just opened up.
1: <laughs>
0: Are you ready for the next one? Yep. Ready. Yep. Okay. First of all, the Kino says, Thank you all for this opportunity to gain more control here in Sarakar. I may just be a humble palm from the lyric. I assure you I can bring some of my northern influence down here to your benefit. His failure will not diminish that attitude, but it's it's such a shame. Such a shame. He continues. Now then, we have an operation that must be attended. It has been brought to our intention that deep within the Well of Departure in Capris, there is a portal to the Grayscape, which itself connects to Coram's realm. Elizabeth has already sent people in, and we know that time in the Grayscape works differently, and there are natives there calling themselves the Vacants. This is a new land and a new people. Opportunities on both sides of that realm. How can we profit from this? So as an operation rolling against your own planning and ability to read the scenario, the opposing force will just be using the stat that is opposite of whichever you choose to use. And we've got a whole, whole Grayscape and potentially Korm's realm to take advantage of. If people want to. So, first, let's settle on this difficulty here. Everyone enter into chat how difficult, how much prestige you want to add to this role. Okay. And are uh, folks ready? Ready.
1: Yep. Sure.
0: All right, then. Three, two, one. <laughs> Levesque and Baldacchino with a one. Captain Edmondson, even this at solid two, but nowhere in Mavic, both zeros. Hmm. So there's a plus four to this one for the opposition. And knowing this, we need to decide who's going to participate. Who wants to try to take advantage of this situation? Hmm. Okay. Are folks ready?
2: Yep. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: On the countdown. Three, two, one. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So we have Levesque and Baldacchino both want to participate, as does Nowhere. But the captain and Mavic are bowing out of this. All right, Nowhere, what is your plan? Let's hear it.
1: So, just so I'm clear, the objective here is to, like, take control of the portal or to use it in some way.
0: However way you want to make profit or gain influence from it. It could just be taking sole control of it.
1: Okay. Then, okay. If you
0: want, or if okay. you just want to do something within the Grayscape or quorum's realm, or if you want to make money, I don't
1: know. Okay. Um, There's not
0: a set objective here other than to win and better yourself financially.
1: All right. Then, yeah, she's got a she's got a charisma based plan, basically to take control of the portal, um, <laughs> so that she can then kind of figure out how to use it right um but for her like being in charge of it is more important than anything else okay so what she is going to do and you can tell me what i need to do to get my companion involved in this too because so it's a charisma based plan but it's based around like intimidation right okay. so she's going to use like the way she looks and the fact that she can basically like surround herself with spiders <laughs> now, all the time. Thanks to, to Ray. Basically, like, keep people away from the portal so that eventually people know, like, oh, you don't go near that thing because there's a scary spider lady that is in charge of it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a quick follow-up question. You, you want to gain control of it to figure out how to use it. But basically, like, once you have, if you do get control, will you be going in?
1: Will well, you- I'm going to have to send somebody in because... Like, as much as we know about it, the Glamour doesn't really know anything about what's in that portal, right?
0: We know that the Grayscape's in there. We know that the Vacant are in there.
1: We know that that it leads to Quorum's Realm. Okay, that somehow it connects to Quorum's Realm, but we don't really know, like, how.
0: Yeah. Um, Ray was able to help provide some information here, along with probably some other folks. But, yeah... I will say, if you do end up winning, then you might want to at least have uh, one or two things that you know that you know nowhere is going to want to do in there. Hmm. I think, I think Levesque's plan is also going to be charisma plan. This isn't so much about scaring people away. He's assuming that he can go there, enforce control with buy-in from other cities and even other continents. His plan is to convince everybody that he can use this portal as a prison. You want to send somebody away for 10 years? Boom. We throw them in. We just send them off to a different realm. Fuck them. Where are they going to go? Land of the dead. Even worse for him. Oh, sorry. Shannon, nowhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have any advantage or disadvantage on that role?
1: I have advantage.
0: And would you like to spend any prestige for a bonus of any kind?
1: Um... Not unless I need to spend prestige to have my companion involved. No, no. Okay. Then no. Okay.
0: Levesque has neutral. Levesque is neutral on charisma. So no advantage, no disadvantage. Um, and does he want to influence a party here? Dun, 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 dun. dun. After all the kinos involvement with the media, he's going to probably ignore that one. No, mm. no, nah, nah, I think he's just going to go with a straight roll. Yeah, his plan of Grayscape Prison. That'll go well, surely. <laughs> Baldacchino's plan, though, is to go there and search for resources. This is an untapped land with untold wealth and treasures. Yes, the return on this investment may take some time. But if there are people there, then that's a market there. Hmm. No, I. He's going to change his plan um, he is going to use a charisma based plan I was going to go with khan which he has advantage with instead he's going to go with charisma which he has disadvantage with it's a new land untold dangers and adventure there I want to sell it as a service why go on a cruise on our unreliable oceans when you can go on an adventure in a new world he is going to spend some prestige he's going to spend three First of all, he wants to meddle. He, he wants to move that disadvantage to a neutral. Hmm. Captain Edmondson, you're the adventuring type. Surely you could give me some pointers on how to set up such a venture. Into the grayscape. Yes. So he's going to tap you to move his disadvantage to neutral. He spends three prestige. You get three prestige. Sorry. Nice. They spend three prestige. You get three. Because, yeah, we definitely need to have his assistance. And let's see, is there a guild that he wants to tap for a plus two? Yeah. Baldacchino is going to spend two prestige to get a plus two from the Rangers Guild, which is called the Wilderness Brigade.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's a little Boy Scoutish, I know. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. But. Going into new land, might as well have rangers. They can offer protection, and Captain Edmondson can help with the exploitation.
1: Hey, I mean, they're always prepared. So, it's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, he will be my green die. Levesque will be my blue die. And then, uh, Nowhere. Are you ready to roll? Yep. All right. Let's go. Oh damn. Dang.
1: Dang.
0: Well, I can say right now that Baldacchino's plan of setting up tours into the Grayscape is not going to work. They rolled a two for a total of four. So I'm so sorry, Captain Edmondson. Your assistance, well appreciated. It's just not enough. And what did nowhere get?
1: I got a nine.
0: (sighs) Mm. And this is the plan to scare everybody else off. So this is your portal and your portal alone.
1: It's a plan to gain control over it so that she can decide what happens with it.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Lovesque. Rolling neutral on charisma, which he does not have, and without any bonuses at all. See, I was hoping prison realm might be fun, but uh, his eight is not going to cut it.
1: Holy crap, I won with a nine? <laughs> Jesus. Well, you
0: you won the right to act.
1: Yeah. I was not, that. Um, um,
0: now we need the opposing role. Uh, what is opposite of that stat on yours?
1: Constitution.
0: Constitution.
1: <laughs> Which I feel is appropriate in this case.
0: <laughs> Let's see. What is down there in the Well of Departure? A bunch of people recovering from the Withering if they haven't already died or been smashed. Are there any forces in Capris you think that would oppose Nowhere's claim to this portal? I uh, Nate and Chris I'd, can also chime in on this.
1: I don't honestly know. I mean, maybe the conscription, but I think that's about it. Cause the scale force that's now in charge of the town would see Ray coming and be like, go buddy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, so yeah,
0: the main party in the main game turned away those conscription folks that were coming up. Yeah. So I don't think we have to worry about them so much. Nate or Chris, am I missing anything that's in there? That's in the city. Mm-hmm.
3: Sounds right to me. I can't I mean,
0: think of anything. I mean, the vice count is up there, but she's an otter.
1: Well, and she's with the Scale Force.
0: Yeah. Just doesn't mean she's their puppet, though. Um, no, so I, off-
1: no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, mm. like, she would already be familiar with. Yes. Yeah.
0: She's already familiar with Ray. She's probably comfortable with Ray and all of Ray's spiders. Hmm but this isn't like an actively opposed thing is the well of departure as its own thing. And have disadvantage on con since basically the only thing you're running into down there are recovering victims of the withering. I think they're going to have disadvantage with a plus four. So Nate or Chris, would one of you like to roll this for the well of departure?
1: All right. Um, okay. Do I, do I roll again?
0: No, 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 it's just that one roll. Okay.
3: Oh, this is just one roll plus four, right? Yeah,
0: no, with dis- disadvantage. disadvantage. With disadvantage. It's
1: going to be hard to not beat n nine.
3: Well, that will be a crit fail. Whew. So that's okay. going to be uh, five. <laughs> so you're welcome. Oh,
1: shit.
0: It's only been a week since uh, since Aranus took the place of Pathox. Those people in the well are recovering very slowly if they hadn't already passed away. Or been smashed by I don't know hail, as such, nowhere. Walk us through this. I, I think the only people in that room with the portal are RNS's family, because <laughs> last we saw both your both ss mom and half sister were in there, but uh, they don't have to be recovered yet.
1: So, really, what this looks like is basically, <laughs> like. I kind of flood the area or have Ray like kind of flood the well of departure with spiders. Like the spiders go first and then we come behind them as Mm -hmm. if like, Oh yeah, we're in charge here now. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the scary lady and the spider guy, we're in, we're in charge here now. And like, anyone who's in the process of recovering and can walk, we, like, stare down <laughs> and intimidate them into leaving. Like, okay. go. Go now. I don't care if you're ready. Go. Leave.
0: <laughs> as soon as these people start recovering down there, they're going to be, well, shuffling, sprinting as best as they can to get out. Oh. First, let's talk about prestige, and then I want to have it a quick aside. All right. Nowhere. For winning the right to act you get a plus one prestige the difficulty on this was four so that's another four and because you're an aspirant your member rank ability kicks in you get an additional two since you acted here which comes to a total of seven prestige where are you at now
1: oh i have 19
0: Jeez. and swings happen quick don't they
1: it's mostly thanks to mavic
3: you're going to remember that?
1: I am. I know what side my bread is buttered on. <laughs> I'm not <Okay>. stupid.
0: <laughs> Butter side. You,
1: you want to be my new sponsor? <laughs> Unless I go up a rank, then I don't need a sponsor anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. My As a quick aside. That's sponsor be
1: withered, yo! Sorry, go
0: ahead. Oh, what is this quick aside? Now, in Capris, we have the Well of Departure, which is this giant underground cavern filled with rooms of people who have been Totally withered into bone, maybe shattered, maybe dead. It is now filled with spiders and presumably spider webs. And at the very bottom of this, in the center, like in the final room, is a portal that leads to a snowy realm of soulless, vacant people. And beneath that is the realm of the dead. This is like (laughs) creepy as hell. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) It was a weird plan, but apparently it worked.
0: Because before, it was, how do you get to Quorum's realm? Oh, you just go down into this room, you go through some snow. Now it's all the spiders. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah. Okay. Bald says, Thank you, Nowhere. We wish you and Ray the best. A new land and access to the realm of the dead should surely be profitable. Levesque, having calmed down a little bit, takes center stage for the next operation. Aranus Grey claims to have, in part, usurped the role of Pathos. His claim coincides with ten of the sixteen races of by the ring beginning to recover. Like our gimbal here. and gives him a little teeter again. But they are still vulnerable. Teeters Gimble almost to the point of falling. Pulls him back. With a new god? Comes the chance for a new religion. Which may or may not be beneficial. Who would like to lead our efforts on this front? So basically, if all these withered people are going to start recovering. And there's a new god in town. How do we profit from that?
1: (laughs) Step one. Steal under. Step three. (laughs) profit Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) so first
0: the difficulty slash prestige bonus i'm ready when y'all ready Mm -hmm. cool cool three two one Hmm. okay nowhere mavic and captain edmondson give it a one levesque gives it a two but just a zero They think, taking advantage of a new religion should be easy-peasy. That gives this a total of plus five bonus for the opposition. Now then, who wants to actually participate to take advantage of new religion, of new god? All right. Is everybody ready to cast their vote? Ready. Ready. I'm ready.
1: I'm ready.
0: All righty. Three, two, one. Mm. Just Nowhere and Mavic this time. Okay. I really hope we don't have the same plan. <laughs> Got it.
1: Mm, okay. I don't know.
0: We'll find out, won't we? Who would like to go first? Oh, Take you, the floor.
1: You're, you're going to let me go first? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Nowhere. So, yeah. Nowhere has a dexterity based plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to spend some prestige to get the Thieves Guild involved. Ooh. Because her plan is just to like steal from all the new like worship houses that are that are popping up so basically like whenever people come in and and give offerings to the new god of rebellion she's gonna take a little off the top
0: so <laughs> nowhere wants to not only encourage the setting up of new churches mm-hmm. but also wants to send the free market in to uh take a tithe
1: yep 100 <laughs> percent.
0: okay you're terrible um, <laughs> decks is this a advantage, disadvantage, neutral?
1: Disadvantage.
0: Ooh, so you're only getting a plus two to this then, or are you spending even more prestige?
1: Um, I don't know how to undo disadvantage.
3: You have to spend three, and
0: you could spend three to get help from a member here in the room, and mm-hmm. that'll move disadvantage to neutral. And then, and then you can also influence a party, which is two prestige for a plus two to a roll, and you can stack that as much as you want. Okay. So you could get help from Levesque, Baltekino, or even the good captain.
1: Can I? <laughs> okay, this is like this is weird, which is why I want to ask it. Can I? Can I get help from Lavesque by enlisting the help of like Agnetai to pr- to promote this new god that's been added to the fold?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much!
0: Wow. <laughs> I mean, the general rule is, if you want to meddle, if you want to get your advantage from another member here, unless they have a clear conflict of interest, that they will assist. And there is no clear conflict of interest here. So, yes. Yes, Levesque can lend you assistance in terms of resources up to, but not limited to, divine intervention. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. <laughs> okay, so that's three prestige, which moves that from disadvantage to neutral. And then, how much are you spending to get the assistance from the thieves' guild?
1: Oh, how much do I have to spend?
0: You you can spend two to get a plus two, and then you can spend that over and over again to get more bonuses.
1: Oh, got it. Okay, then I'll just spend the two.
0: Okay, so you've spent five total. Yep. Okay.
1: I have some to spend. It's kind of nice.
0: <laughs> I know that is wonderful. All right. Mavic, what's your plan?
3: Mine is a charisma-based plan. Ooh. And it's uh, very simply to set up the religion. And then, as opposed to skimming off the top, we own the religion. We don't have to skim it when it's coming into mm. our own pockets.
0: <laughs> so <you're> not- um, <laughs> it's a similar to- plan, but different but enough. But less I like nuanced. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I intend to use four prestige, two to convince the Clerics Guild that we are a legitimate religion, and to uh, join us. And then two more to use the Indelible Truth to get word out about our amazing new religion through all their printings.
0: Okay. (laughs) So the Clerics Guild, they are known as the Servitors, their symbol is a holy symbol of radiant light. And then you are enlisting the indelible truth. And after the beating that they took in the Capitol with that uh, whole Kenny Mace for King campaign,
4: <laughs> if they were to <laughs> fail
0: here, that could very well be, well, I don't want to say the end, but you're really going from like a legitimate publication to tabloid here if they fail.
1: <laughs> okay, so that's a. Uh, Washington Post, New York.
0: There we go. (laughs) Thank you, Shannon. (laughs) Um, So that's a plus four you're getting on the roll. Do you have Mm -hmm. any advantage or disadvantage on that roll?
3: Nope. Just neutral.
0: Just a neutral plus four. Mm -hmm. Nowhere's got a neutral plus two. Mm
1: -hmm. Got rid of that disadvantage.
0: (laughs) Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, have both of you roll then. Oh, that's a heavy sigh. Ugh.
3: Well, even if I beat her, I'm not going to win it.
0: I don't know. two in it. Oh, no, I, not I win You have to thing. still win the roll. Yeah, probably won't. So, nowhere. What'd you roll?
1: Total of six. Oh, Yikes. Yeah.
0: Mavic? Ten. All right, all right. A little bit better than, than the six, but oof. These are low. Okay. As this is an operation, the opposition will be using the stat opposite of yours. So you said this was charisma, right? Mm hmm. So the opposition will be using. Cum. And basically, you're just promoting this as a as a new religion to the masses. I don't think there's going to be any advantage or disadvantage there. People agree, people have other thoughts.
1: Oh, it seems right to me. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. filling an empty space. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, either that or they just go back to the old churches mm-hmm. Some people may never know That Arnis took Pathox's place And they'll still praise Pathox What a shame that would be Okay Nate, would you like to roll for the opposition Here for us? Sure Okay. Roll the opposition has Nate. a plus five It's <laughs> well, one die
2: One die plus five yep. I'll, roll, I'll roll my bad die
0: Okay, yeah Get us another crit <laughs> fail on here Let's go
2: Mm, not quite. I rolled a... Well, I rolled an eight total. Oh,
1: fuck. Wait, eight Wait, total? total? You oh. said
2: one die, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rolled a come... three. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I thought that was made on the die. <laughs> then I no, 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 no I said total. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't catch total.
0: <laughs> I thought you said total as well, but it's so low. <laughs> oh, man. The world Wait, just does not... That's why I said total, because I thought it might... <laughs> cause some doubt (laughs) otherwise. We can't Mm -hmm, rule for mm -hmm.
1: shit. No,
0: it cannot.
1: (laughs) No, but all of
0: us. (laughs) It instilled some doubt regardless, but man. Okay, Mavic, Mr. MT, you get plus one for winning the right to engage here, and then you get the plus five that was put into the pot for a total of six extra prestige, and you are setting up new churches and new religions. Give us a Give us a glimpse into that. Like, what? Not sure how Arnus is going to feel about that, <laughs> considering he knows who you are. <laughs> what are the teachings, or like, what is a central tenet that is being put out in these new churches?
3: Oh, it's very much in line with like Mavik's way of belief, too. Like, and at the same time, in in way with Ma- Mavik's, guy had interactions with Arnus, so he's trying to play this. <laughs> To make him money, but also to not piss off the God, um, he's, he's playing it smart. And so the central tenet is simply just like the 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 truest form of freedom is rebellion. Like that's the, that's, and, and then like what we do as a church is fund that freedom. So give us your money and we're going to help fund rebellions around the world.
0: <laughs> Question. Yeah. Are you actually? Uh, where it helps
1: us. Okay. So some of the money is actually going to where you say it's going. Some of it is, yeah. So cool. Like a tenth of <laughs> the money that you get.
0: It sure sounds like you're setting up like Saddam Hussein's in some places right now. Yeah.
1: yeah maybe. You know that when Arnest finds out about that, he's coming after you, right? <laughs>
0: mm, okay. Yeah. Thank you. It's coming after.
1: When Aris oh. finds out, he's coming after you.
0: <laughs> Funneling religious money into your pocket and into "quote unquote" rebellions around the world with the help of the clerics and the media. Oh
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I thought state-sponsored press was bad, <laughs> but now we have church-sponsored press.
1: It's worse oh. than that. It's fake church-sponsored press. More a legitimate church. We have worshippers. Says which god <laughs> ain't this one <laughs>
3: Okay. Huh It's fun to be bad
0: sometimes. That that's pretty bad.
1: You're the worst. <laughs> like the worst. Like the worst
0: Lovesque says It's a risky plan, Mob. Ma- Anything to help keep Aris distracted could be useful. Okay, so the next scenario I have here is the last one on the page. Does anybody want to make a bid for power?
3: Mavic does. No shit.
0: Okay. The bid for power is a... This is what's used when a member wants to go up in rank. When the time comes... You have to just flat-out spend the amount of prestige based on your current rank. For an aspirant, like, nowhere, that would be 10. Mm-hmm. For an adjunct, like Mavic, or Captain Edmondson, that'd be 15. For an adept, that'd be 20. So, Mavic, you're just spending 15 right off the top.
2: Mm-hmm. I might, Captain Edmondson might be down for this, too. Okay. And I've been rolling shitty, so he's in... He, but I think he's going to do it anyway.
0: Okay. Let's handle the captain after Mavic. Nowhere do you know if you're going to want to
1: make a bid? I want to see how it goes for Mavic before (laughs) I do anything.
0: Alright, (laughs) alright, alright. That's okay. You don't have to make your declaration now. Alright. Cool. Mavic, you spend the 15 prestige. Next, describe a glorious deed you will attempt to accomplish to show that you are worthy for this new title. You want to be an so, this act must be befitting of such a role. And you need to dedicate a stat to this role, as you would for any other scenario. And the other members at the table here will decide what's being rolled against you, what the main source of opposition might be in this scenario. You're not attempting to become an author, so we don't need to worry about that. And anybody not involved in this bid for power can place wagers on the outcome. So, first, what's this glorious deed?
3: I've. Very thoroughly established myself as a leader in vice, and so I am going to take over hostily all of the vice on Sarakar,
0: such as
3: <laughs> uh, well, we'll start by getting a foothold in. Um, oh crap, I had the name on the tip of my tongue the town with the fighting arena that we visited
0: Caravel.
3: By getting a foothold in Caravelle, which is a two-part plan. First part is we're just going to kind of beat out those that are running the, uh, the arena. And this is a strength-based mm-hmm. plan. So there's gonna a lot, this is going to be like an old-style mob mob takeover. we just come in and we just, we just kill everybody. Um, it ain't going to be pretty, but there'll be a new Boston town. The second part of taking over Caravelle is going to be to offer to take on Kenny the Mace as a, to sponsor him as a Glamour member. To get mm-hmm. his uh, fealty and that part of okay. Karabari.
0: Can, can I give Mavic one more little thing here? Um, a bit of information that you would certainly know, as would everybody else at this table. Mm-hmm. Sarakar is, slash was, the home continent for Ikiri. Mm-hmm. And his wealth, I mean, aside from time, his public face is that of the owner of numerous comfort houses so you could start taking over some of the uh, businesses that he can't attend to right now because he's half a kangaroo in darwin's (laughs) pocket that
3: that, that is that's that is part of the plan too right like i need that first foothold and then it's i know where there's vacancies and i'm going to take those Mm -hmm. and those are footholds in those towns and from those places i can continue to muscle my way to take
0: over okay all of it (laughs) But you want to start in Caravelle with the Fighting Pits and Kenny the Mace. What stat are you using here?
3: Strength. Okay.
0: Do you have any advantage or disadvantage in strength? Advantage. Okay. This is a hostile takeover, as you put it. So you are literally Mm -hmm. forcing Mm -hmm. your will onto these other people. I'm uh, I'm picturing
3: that just totally brutal scene in Casino when the new group Uh, comes in and just takes over.
0: mm Mm-hmm. I already had Goodfellas in my head, but Casino works. They're almost the same.
3: hmm
0: Okay. Wonderful. Other members at the table? Nowhere. Captain Edmondson. What do we think is the step that would be used to resist Mavic's hostile takeover?
1: My first instinct is constitution. <laughs> <laughs> to
0: withstand the beatings. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Either that or Dex. Get out of the way of the beatings. <laughs> right. But okay. Khan was my first instinct. Yeah, it's
0: so just out tough mob and his forces. Seeing as he's starting in Caravel, a city with fighting pits, do we think that they have any advantage or disadvantage on this role?
1: I, I think mm. since they can't possibly see this coming, that they have disadvantage. I think if they somehow miraculously like knew that he was coming, I would give them advantage because they could like kind of muster a force. But also a lot of their people are not there by choice. So.
0: Yeah, they're probably mm-hmm. not the most loyal fighters, right? Yeah. So you think a lot of these fighters are going to be pulling a Mistress Sengal taking a die?
1: Oh, well, but, but also I think that if they don't know it's coming they can't prepare for it.
3: And mm-hmm. And just for my own argument, part of the reason why Mavic would start with the pit fighters is because he's known as a former pit fighter, so he believes mm-hmm. that his presence or the presence of his troops mm-hmm. would sway mm-hmm. them. We're not relying on charisma, but there's that element.
0: I mean, if if nowhere and the captain say that this is a disadvantage for the opposition, I'm willing to let that slide. Let's do this. Before you roll, Mavi, players not involved in his bid for power can place wagers on the outcome, much like with the castigation. You can put some prestige on the line, and you can bet on Mavic being successful or failing. And was that one private or public? Oh, this this is public. Okay. Just like with the castigation, you're just placing a bid, then you're placing a bet. Got you.
1: Nowhere would like to bet one on Mavic.
2: Okay. I'm going to bet two on Mavic. Which
1: is more of a show of support than anything else.
2: Okay. Not a show of support. See? Calculated risk. <laughs> I don't have your back but I think you're going to be successful so I want to (laughs) prop it up
0: I think Levesque is going to influence a party here to interfere because Mavic was a jerk and took a knee Levesque is going to interfere by tipping off the tarnished hand so that way there are some mercenary forces at hand and when prestige is spent to interfere, this just imposes a minus two on Mavic's role. Ooh. Hey, he can be petty too sometimes.
1: Yeah, like making us all show up to a meeting at fucking 4am. That could have
0: clearly waited.
1: Until at least 6. I mean, come on. 4am <laughs> is the middle of the night.
0: Nah, as soon as Baldekino got here, it was meeting time. Um, which we'll see here with the last scenario when we get to it. Okay, so... Mavic, you've got a minus two because there's going to be some additional mercenary forces around that you're going to have to beat into submission, but that's not changing their disadvantage state here. This still caught them a little by surprise. They weren't able to get a whole lot of mercenaries there.
3: But yeah,
0: would you like to go ahead and roll?
3: I am doing just that. I really don't like rolling dice. It's an 11 and a 7.
0: So the 11. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Is that with the minus two?
3: Oh, no, with a minus two, that's a nine.
0: Okay. Well, the opposition's at disadvantage. Shannon or Nate, would you like to roll to see if Caravelle can withstand Mavic's hostile takeover?
1: I guess I'll roll this time.
0: Okay. Disadvantage.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) I literally have not rolled above a 10 all night, and I just rolled a 15 and a 16. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Fucking kidding me. I'm sorry.
3: It's okay.
0: <sighs> that minus two would not have actually mattered. Well, now who's in last place?
4: Yeah. Mm.
0: Levesque says, I sincerely wish you the best, Mavic. Mm. I'm sure a city like Caravelle is no match for your horses. Good luck to you. But Mavic, you are meeting a more resilient force than anticipated.
3: Yes, this, and I know
0: who caused it. What does this look like? They're
3: just just—they're just there. They're guarding every location we go to, so we're just thoroughly boned every time we show up to try and make a move.
4: Mm.
3: We lose a lot of good men to something that should have been just an easy rollover. And Mavic is mm. livid.
0: Does he place the
3: And in the heat of battle, at the end of our last loss, he will dismiss Mistress Sengal to dispatch
0: Levesque. Ah, Wonderful. We're going to have a counter-dispatch fight at the end here. This is going to be great. Uh, For a moment there, I thought you were just going to say you dismiss Mistress Sengal. Clearly, she's not working, (laughs) but even better even better oh that's gonna make the outro i wrote like so much more interesting if you succeed in that dispatch
3: can they also oh well we i wouldn't know about this until it actually happened so i couldn't call a grievance
0: right now oh oh the grievance
3: no it doesn't fit the situation
0: yeah that's when a losing member like when you lose the member on member rolls yeah okay all right Would anybody else like to make a bid for power?
1: I'm good right now.
2: Yeah, I think Edmondson decided no, he's going to chill.
0: For now. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let me just recheck something here in dispatch, just to make sure we're doing the roles when we should. Um, Strictly against the code of conduct for the glamour. Yeah, that's not going to stop us anyways. (laughs) Um, Yeah, once all the scenarios have been settled, that's when we undertake these actions if we desire. Say who you're acting against and which plan you wish to disrupt, if any. Choose which stat your companion is using for the action. The defending member's companion will defend using the stat opposite of that on their stats wheel. The defeated companion is killed, as they would not let anything less prevent them from protecting their master. I mean, you could certainly... Uh, Mistress Sengal can't kill agni tai but we can get her out of the way in another creative fashion if you're successful. Oh man, would that throw a wrench in his plans. And since this is going to be like a counter-dispatch, I mean, I think we're just going to have to like roll against each other and whoever wins gets to decide that, right? Mm -hmm. Let's see. If the attacking player is successful, a plan is disrupted and they They narrate what happens to the defending player's (laughs) member. There's no restrictions as long as it fits within the fiction the more severe the outcome, the greater the castigation will be if you're found out. If the defending player is successful, they narrate the severity of castigation sought. This will determine future standing of the defeated member and how much support they can expect from the glamour as a whole. I mean, it sure sounds like this is just going to be the two companions fighting it out somewhere in the world, and whoever wins is going to kill the other member. (laughs) That's cool. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) All right. Before we get to that, we have one last scenario. And this one, just like the final scenario last time, is unique. This is a setup for future action. And Levesque addresses the room again. I've learned that the dwarf god, Gregic Ironhand, is on Liranor. Ty, and I will be taking Terencia there. But that is not what this is about. While I know that the other gods won't interfere, Aranus could prove different. I need him and his friends, distracted. And if one of you is successful, I will personally see to it that you rise within our ranks. I don't care how you do it, and to assist you, a gift from the free market. At this point, Baldacchino hands him an indigo silk satchel. Levesque removes four opal shards, one for each of you. These are shards of Brumble's mantle, infused with Pathox's power. With one of these, you can make a soldier, companion, practically unstoppable. And Levesque hands one. To each of you. Now then, who wants to go and slow down a god? This one is unique in the fact that we won't know if you're successful or not right now, but we can still roll for this to determine which one is going to represent the greatest threat or the first threat gets thrown our own way when we step back into the shoes of Arnus and Darwin and Vale. And Ilana. So, first of all, who actually wants to do this?
1: Well, I'm trying to figure out if it's like appropriate for somebody to just like speak up when a like scenario is is yeah. like proposed. Of course it um, is. Like without saying whether or not they want to participate, but just I, like the whole time he's explaining this and and how, like, the other gods wouldn't mm-hmm. care, but Aranis might. Nowhere before she can stop herself, just goes, why would he want to stop you? Mm-hmm. And then realizes, oh, maybe I shouldn't have asked that. Well, it's out there now.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Because if Arnus can take the power of Pathox, surely, surely, I could take the power of Gregok.
1: But, but why, why would he care?
0: I don't know if he would he's proven unpredictable let's say and i doubt that he knows the ways of the gods i doubt that he's aligned with them this is just a safety measure
1: she doesn't say anything but in her head she's like weird dude <laughs> <laughs>
0: like... Yeah. i mean if, if yes yeah. can become a god okay. he will before he only merely wanted to be like acknowledged and given the power that he was already kind of owed. Now he just wants to unseat the old man.
1: I knew there was like something else there that was like... okay. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we haven't seen any of these shards in action since way back when Leopold and the others attacked Capris, and after that they just all vanished.
1: How convenient.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Mavic sent thieves into the town. What do you want?
1: Mm-hmm. I stole my pants. I'm still big.
0: <laughs> you, okay, you want new pants. Gotcha.
1: No, I think, I think Arnus doesn't care about those pants anymore.
0: <laughs> okay. So, who would actually like to undertake a plan here against Arnus and the others? I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a surprise. Levesque is going to be a no. He plans to not be here, but... I'll give it
2: a shot. I like messing with people.
0: Oh, okay. I guess that's three, two, one vote <laughs> But since we're not getting an outcome today... Oh. Sorry, I forgot that part. No, that's okay. Nowhere is voting no. Nowhere is not going to interfere.
1: I don't see any benefit in it for me. So, no.
0: <laughs> okay. There won't be a clear success or failure here, but... Captain Edmondson, if you want to spend prestige to uh, come in as more of a threat with more allies or assistance or more magical powers, by all means, you can spend prestige.
4: Mm.
0: Baldacchino also has a plan. It's a mean, mean plan. What is Captain Edmondson's plan to distract Aranus to keep him busy?
2: It's not actually super mean. It's mm-hmm. just the best I can think of is I have a big ship and a lot of men and a lot of money and a pretty annoying like boisterous attitude, so I think we're just gonna go like be obnoxious wherever they happen to be partying, drunken, you know, like as in the way <laughs> as possible. And that's a con plan, by the way. Uh huh.
4: Like, oh keep my gosh.
0: <laughs> I I love this. It's just gonna be like <laughs> Darwin and Arnis on the road, on their horses. All of a sudden, a boat pulls up next to him on an ocean branch. Just a bunch of drunken sailors throwing empty whiskey bottles at him. Like, spring break!
1: I feel like he's underestimating how much Arnis might want to get involved in the party.
2: That's still a distraction. That's still slowing you down.
1: I guess that's fair. Okay. Also, you, you don't know me, so it's fine.
0: Also true. Are you going to be spending any prestige to gain assistance or any sorts of uh, advantages here?
2: Mm, I'm going to spend one prestige. Can't spend one. Oh.
0: Then, no, actually, I'm not. I'm um, two is the minimum, since we upped the price of the influencing. Right, right, right. I forgot
2: that part. Um, It's cool, then. No.
0: um, But I do have advantage for Khan. Okay. Baldacchino's plan is... Nowhere near as annoyingly fun.
4: <laughs>
0: hmm. Baldikino's plan is a dex plan. No advantage, no disadvantage here, but is going to be getting help from the hunter's Guild, called the Bent Bow. We'll spend those two. And Baldikino explains their plan as such. Arnus, and Darwin and not so much Vale have a habit of Making friends where they go. Getting fans. Support of the common folk. My plan is simply to find one of them that is precious to their little group. Hold them hostage. So Baldacchino is planning a kidnapping. Gonna distract you by sending you on a different mission. Is that suitably evil enough?
1: I really hope you don't win, because I'm like half crying just thinking about somebody getting kidnapped.
0: Well, there's not a win or loss here. I mean, Baldicino and the captain are going to roll. Um, and whoever I gets higher yes is to. definitely going to. What's that?
3: I put a yes, too.
0: Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Chris. Okay. Mavic. Sorry. Captain, Baldikino, and Mavic will all roll. And whoever gets the highest will just present the biggest threat when the time comes when we get to book four stuff. But chances are all, four, all three of these will be encountered. Mavik, what is your plan?
3: Well, Mavik's plan is a lie. Because Mavik's true intention is to warn Arnis and his allies, because Arnis is one of his allies of all of these plans and everything that's going on. But he also wants to win the option to put port forth and try their plan so that no one else is putting forth a plan. And so the plan that Mavik's going to put forth is a wisdom-based plan, mm-hmm. and it's going to be quite, you know, m- rather simple-ish. And, and the idea is that uh, it's known that Arnis and his allies are in the capital, and after just going through what they went through, they're most likely going to need aid, and Mavic's soldiers are going to offer to provide them aid, and when they're healing them, poison them.
0: Okay, so Mavic's putting forth a plan of fake doctoring. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: i will just here to fuck my shit up.
0: And if I'm understanding you correctly, there's not actually poisoning happening?
3: No, it'll be just like a knowledge dump of like, so you should know um, all these people are moving against you. Okay. Because really, any opportunity Mavic has now to F up Levesque's plans, he's going to do.
4: Okay.
0: I will say if Mavic rolls the highest out of all three of these, no one will know that this is a lie. And since Levesque is already planning on dispatching you anyways, like, right, he's not too concerned about how truth you are being. Very interesting. Does Mavic have advantage or disadvantage on this?
3: It's a neutral.
0: Okay. And are you spending any prestige to get any bonuses?
3: Nope, I'm saving my Prestige to see if I need to use it to uh, negate somebody else's attack.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, nobody's, uh, Veska's not interfering here with your plans. Uh, as far as he's concerned, anything that keeps Aranis and Darvin and Vale distracted is good. So, Captain, you ready? Ready. Mavic, ready? Yep. All right, then. Let's all give it a roll. Oh, fucking a man! Hey, I'm very sorry to hear that, Chris. What did Mavic get?
3: Five. Ouch. Yeah, I, no, no, I rolled one roll over the 11 I rolled tonight.
0: Okay. Captain Edmondson. how 15. Good is your, ooh. Sorry, cut you off there. <laughs> no, that's fine. I was going to say, how good is your annoying distraction and an interfering... Very wonderful. Oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see Drunken Party Boat. Spring break. Baldacchino, with assistance from the bent bow, also gets a 15. <laughs> so, Captain, let's roll another d20. No bonuses or anything. I just want to see who's going to be slightly worse, the party or the kidnapping. Mm. Baldekino gets a 14 on the roll-off. What about the captain? I got a 12. Okay. So the kidnapping is going to be more annoying than the drunken partying. I mean, if anything, a drunken party boat is just going to help distract to make this kidnapping more successful. That makes sense. Meanwhile, Mavic is going to be lending healing aid and information.
3: Yes, I'm going to use 2 prestige to impose a minus 2 to the uh, winner's role to aid Arnus and the rebellion and tell them of the plan that's been put into motion.
0: I mean, you don't have to spend the prestige for that. You can just do that.
3: Well, I want to give him the minus two to the role though. But There's nothing being wrong. I mean, Oh, okay. I see what you're saying because this is, this is,
0: yeah. The, uh, the success and failure is not going to be determined tonight. Got
3: it. Okay. Okay, cool. I'll, then I'll save the prestige. Yeah. Lord knows I'm going to need it in just a minute
0: this objective, this scenario, is unique like the last one was. The last one was like only one person is going to get to act and we'll see how that impacts the story. This time it's anybody who wants to can go ahead and act. And if they're ultimately successful, we'll get pretty much whatever they want from Levesque. Provided, of course, Levesque is successful and becomes the new dwarf god. Providing, of course, he survives the journey. (laughs) But that also means that even with a five, Mavic is still rendering aid, and providing information to the Bard's Rebellion. Darwin, Arnis, Vale, Iolana are going to get this information. It's not going to be a distraction because you're not really poisoning them. It's not really going to slow them down. If anything, it's making them faster. And let's just say other members can be suspicious if they want to be.
3: The way um, I'm rolling it won't matter because Mothic will be dead.
0: We will find out. Okay. There are definitely no rules for two dispatch actions being taken against like opposing dispatches. Levesque wants to take you out. You want to take Levesque out. You both have to get through each other's companion first. I think we should just get into it. Mm-hmm. Since he is also planning to dispatch you, I think this is going to end up being very much just like a companion duel. So you can choose the stat that you want for Mr. Singal to oppose. Mm-hmm. Agnitai. She may be a god, but she is still somewhat restricted thanks to her deal with Levesque. It's
3: very much a shame that it's gonna be a one-on-one because my plan was gonna be to have to have Mr. Singal just set Agni free because she's been asking
0: everybody to do it. <laughs> I mean if you win the combat, oh yeah, that could take the shape of freeing her from this deal that she made with Levesque. Because if you're successful in the duel, it doesn't have to be a physical overcoming. You could outwit her in combat, kill Levesque, and just be like, guess you're free now. Or, you could trap Agni Tai in like a pocket dimension. I don't know.
3: <laughs> well, that's so very Mistress Sengal.
0: She is a very powerful wizard. I, I think what's going to happen here is, at some point after the end of this meeting, there's going to come a point where Agni Tai and Mistress Sengal just like both turn the corner at the same time. Wait, I was supposed to kill you. Wait, I was supposed to kill you. And they just throw down? <laughs> Pretty much. Or Mistress Sengal makes her argument as, let me just go past you and kill Levesque. Mm-hmm. Because you know that you can't kill Agni Tai. The best you can do is trap her in something or trap her in another deal. Otherwise non-lethally dispose of her. And she knows that you can't kill her either, so she's not worried for her life. And, you know, who says that uh, being a god, maybe she's not too concerned about love either. She is loyal as much as the deal forces her to be. But, before that happens, you do have a chance to spend prestige and get assistance from outside sources. Mm -hmm. That would include meddling by getting assistance from other members, but... I will say members are free to say no here if they do not want to help you kill an author. Or yes, you can get help from outside guilds and other groups.
3: At this point, the way I'm rolling, I need the extra die and not the bonus, I think, because my rolls have been so low. Mm -hmm. I only have four points, so it's either four bonus points or one better die. Either way, it's mathematically Mm -hmm. kind of a wash. Let's see. Let me think.
0: Advantage, like, typically is figured as like a plus five, but that's never guaranteed, whereas the plus four is guaranteed.
3: Mm-hmm. It would be double advantage because I would be using mm-hmm. one of the ones that has advantage. Okay. When I think about it for a second.
0: Let me ask this of the other members here Would the captain or nowhere be willing to offer the assistance?
1: I would. Mavic did Ooh. me a super solid and Levesque is a bitch. So, yeah.
2: I probably wouldn't,
0: <laughs> for well, okay. the same reasons, but other mm-hmm. way around. That's that's that. Um, if that helps or hurts your decision making,
3: yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go with the medal. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask nowhere for her help and phrase it in as in you know, he came down on you when there was no reason to, and I saw that. If we unite, we have a better chance of taking him
0: down.
1: Yeah, I'm in.
0: So Mavic, spend your three. Nowhere gain your three. Levesque not liking your slight that you showed in that duel by having Mr. Sangal step down. This gonna send Ag Tie out after you spat you. How much prestige is he? would he send anything any assistance? Um I think rather than the advantage Levesque is going to use his connections with the Wizard's Guild, the Tower of Abandonment, to make sure that Agni is adequately prepared to face off against a wizard, especially one of Mistress Sangal's power. Whether this is protection, this is yeah, probably protections, but he'll leave that up to Agni discretion. So Agni will have a plus two. Mr. Singal will have three dice. Which stat is she using? Intelligence. Intelligence, okay. Agni Tai has not acted yet, so I think she's going to use wisdom. She gets a lot of her magic from her charisma and from her wisdom. And this is all about preparation. She's limited by her deal, so she's trying to be as prepared as she can to face off against a wizard. Levesque puts in a call to the Tower of Abandonment. All right. Since these are quiet moves, no one can bet prestige on the outcome. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at my dice, and I'm terrified of rolling them. Chris, let's do this.
3: God. Want to guess what I rolled? Sequential. 18, eight, 19, nine, 20. 10. Mavic's
0: dead. you roll an 8, 9, and a 10? Mm-hmm agni Tyrol the 20.
1: Fuck me. We can't roll for shit. We have rolled shit tonight. All of us. Except...
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what happens here? What happens here? Tell me about the fight that Mistress Sengal puts up.
3: Oh, she doesn't. She walks in there and she's just demolished. 8, 9, 10 against a 20. It's It's literally like david and goliath except that david didn't have the slingshot it's a massacre
0: what was the what was like the biggest what was her like big move that she made right away that didn't work was it a special spell was it a
3: no i think she came out with her biggest gun she's a really a high very powerful wizard she cast power word kill and (laughs) the God countered it, and it just shook her so hard to the core that she was standing there and just was murdered.
0: I think the item that Agni Tai got from the Tower of Abandonment from the Wizard's Guild allowed her to catch this spell and store it in a ring or wand, book. I think in a ring. I think she caught it in a ring, like like that ring of spell storing. This is... Mm -hmm. Very high, very high-end, powerful magic item, and it just catches this power word. And she keeps it, and launches out all these weapons on chains and pierces Mistress Sengal from all sides. And she compliments Mistress Sengal. You are a very, very talented wizard. I much preferred you when you backed Kiri. This Mavic might be a little too ambitious. Thank you for the gift. She like motions the ring and it glints. And I think she, I think she sends someone in, like into Vermilion, After Mavic is helping out Aranis and Darvin and Vale and Ilana recover, and Mavic is spilling the beans, the glamour is out to get you. I think right after that meeting, after you provide this information, they know to be on the lookout. It's just an unassuming medic with a very fancy ring, comes over and shakes Mavic's hand. He collapses down dead. How Darwin, Arnis, and the others all react to that, we'll find out later.
3: I don't have to worry about a religion because I'm not going to be able to put that into motion.
0: Oh, it's in motion. All these things still happen. Like, you're not dead at this very minute. You're going to leave this island and go to the capital. And presumably along the way, Tell people to start setting up these churches. And that money will still end up getting funneled back somewhere. And it still won't be like a good church. It'll still have the tenants that Mavic wants in it. But Mavic's not going to be in control of that anymore. After he's passed. Mmm. Hey, Nowhere. That's going to be some uh, fun news for you when you get that, huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) Mmm. Okay. So after Levesque hands out these shards of Brumble's mantle to folks, to the captain, to Bald Nowhere, you still have one. Mavic will have one somewhere with him when he passes away. Ah, shit. Remember to loot the body. (laughs) Hey, Vale, loot the body. (laughs) I didn't think about that.
1: Or he could hand it to us during that conversation.
0: He could. He could.
1: Oh. <laughs> hey, Vale, <allude> loot the body.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just making a note that these things need to happen. Um, so after Levesque hands a shard of Brumble's mantle to each of you, he stares Mavic pretty hard, very displeased with him, knowing that, knowing that actions will be taken, knowing that he can't say anything about it now, and knowing full well that people will find out that he's dead and that he was tied to it. It is very hard to hide the fact that you killed somebody within the glam. It's also nice because that definitely suits his, uh, his behavior. Much. Okay. Before he moves on, is there anything else any of the members want to bring up or want to do?
2: Nope. Nope.
0: Nope. Okay. <clears throat> After he's finished handing out these shards, Levesque returns to the center of the table where Gimble Niggle is at. And Baldacchino says to everyone, Well, I wish us all the best in our ventures. May we be profitable. May we bring glory and power unto ourselves and spread our influence across this great land. This may be the most challenging time we've faced this age, but I have the utmost faith we can all be made the better. Now, I suggest we we adjourn to our transports so that we may spread the will of the glamour across the world. And after this, Levesque turns to Gimbal Ningle. He was a good member, but now he can do nothing. Ikiri and Princess Colette may have tolerated such sloth, but I will not. And if you prove Equally useless. I will have to treat you the same. vest tips Gimbal over, causing several bone shards to splinter off and spray across the table, probably a finger rolling off, landing near nowhere's feet. And then there's a smash, as Agni Tai shatters Gimbal's body with a mace on a long chain. <clears throat> Should I be successful on Nirenor, each member of the Glamour will be greatly rewarded, especially those that have proven true to our cause. Our hold on this world will be secure, and no riches will be out of our reach. But now, there is no time to waste. The island leaves now, and you need to move on your tasks now. When you see me again, you will be laying your eyes upon a god. He's definitely full of himself. He's going a little, I don't want to say mad with power, but mad with the anticipation. He has survived in the basement of this castle, looking Greg too long. And as each of you return to your ships, Agnetai is already steering the island northward. Away from Caprus, Daylight is breaking now on a new day for the Glamour. And each member sets out, determined to change the world forever. For the better, or for the worse. And we'll see just how much of an impact they have when we return in Seasons of Skyrend, Book 4. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello. At the $15 Governor level, thank you, Paul Calicott, Phoenix Bryan, and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, you can join our Discord server Or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at ArtByVanessaB. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reconos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrim.